who's the best quarterback in the NFL? It's time for the yearly question, and this time, coaches and GMs have voted. But did they get it right? Plus, Kawhi Leonard didn't want to join the Lakers in a potential big three. Does that say more about him or LeBron and Anthony Davis? As well as Magic hurt the Lakers' chances at Kawhi and the NBA investigating tampering. And finally, Mayweather, Pacquiao, rematch? Will it happen? Six Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Friend, here on a Wednesday. Happy hump day, and we have plenty to get into. We're going to start with the NFL, get into some NBA quickly, then go to some boxing, as I mentioned in that intro there. So let's get right to it, and let's start with this quarterback ranking, the quarterback tiers that came out from the athletics. So based on surveying, 35 GMs and coaches, they came out with their tiered quarterbacks and rank them. So tier one being the highest, tier five being the lowest, the worst of the worst. In tier one, there's eight quarterbacks and they go as followed. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Tom Brady. Number three, Drew Brees. Number four, Patrick Mahomes. Five, Luck. Six, Rivers. Seven, Big Ben. Eight, Wilson. It leaves me speechless. It leaves me speechless. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers as number one. Aaron Rodgers. Let me just make sure we're talking about the same guy. The man who hasn't made the playoffs the past two seasons at the most important position in the league. The man who hasn't won a Super Bowl since the beginning of this decade. The man who had a completion percentage below Jameis Winston and Ryan Tannehill last season. Like, that, that's who we're talking about, right? Just want to make sure. Because if anybody should be ahead of the GOAT in Tom Brady, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not Drew Brees. It's Patrick Mahomes. So since the GMs and executives apparently can't get this right, I'm going to make my own top tier. And yes, my own top tier only includes eight quarterbacks as well, and it goes as follows, the same eight, but in a pretty big different order. Number one, Tom Brady. Don't even want to have a discussion about it. Number two, Patrick Mahomes, folks. I get he's young, but we're talking about right now, and look at the reality of what he did last year. Three, Drew Brees. Still, to me, somehow underrated, I think, in terms of the all-time picture, but he's number three. Number four, and I hesitated about this one, but with last season, I think he's deserved this until proven otherwise, Andrew Luck. And I think he's about to have another really good year. Number five, Philip Rivers. At 37 years old, this man is not getting enough credit for what he's doing at his age. He's number five. Six, it's Big Ben. I think this year will be the year we really start to see decline, but for now, he's number six. Seven, Russell Wilson. With the lack of talent that he's had, and yes, it's getting better, but still with the lack of talent that he's had, 
it's unbelievable what he's been able to do. And number eight, Aaron Rodgers, folks. He's borderline not even a top-tier quarterback, but somehow GMs and executives have it in their minds that he's still in the top tier, which blows my mind. Because I think if anybody just watches last season, instead of looking at his past five years, you see that. Let's get to some NBA and start with Kawhi Leonard, who, according to a report from The Athletic, Kawhi did not find joining the Lakers to fit his, quote, core sensibilities, end quote. Now, I already hear it. I already hear it. All the LeBron haters. See, Nick? See? You LeBron lover, you. You. You just can't see it. Nobody wants to join LeBron. Nobody wants to play with LeBron. And Kawhi Leonard not seeing it fit his core sensibilities is the exact prime example of that. To which I say, are you kidding me? That's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Listen, I was wrong about Kawhi Leonard. I thought he wanted to join a big three and win. But clearly what he's proven, and I don't fault it for him, is that this is more about Kawhi. Kawhi just simply likes to destroy dynasties. He doesn't like to be a part of them. And he clearly now is going all in on that being his legacy. That he destroyed the 2014 Miami Heat legacy. That he destroyed the 2019 Golden State Warriors dynasty. Rather. That is what he wants to be known for. And he has the potential to now make LeBron never get a ring again. And again, I've said it before, I'll say it again, and again and again. The Clippers long term might be a better option. I'm not sold on that yet. And oh yeah, by the way, long term it might have worked out better for the Lakers. Giannis is going to be a free agent in 2021. Until proven otherwise when the Bucks can extend him. LeBron has a player option in 2021. At that point, he's 36. You let go of LeBron, you bring in Giannis. It's a possibility. But the bottom line is, I'm sorry, LeBron haters, but this shows much, much more about Kawhi Leonard than it ever does LeBron or players not wanting to play with him or the Lakers. Now, what also came out in the same report was that Magic Johnson significantly hurt the Lakers' chances to land Kawhi Leonard. I almost said Kyrie Irving. To land Kawhi Leonard. Magic leaked information about Kawhi's meeting with the Lakers, which his team and his uncle had been very clear about. We do not want to happen, and it will be a borderline deal breaker for us if it does happen. And what does Magic go do? Take his huge ego... And he can't keep his mouth shut to save his life, clearly, and just blurt it out to the world. If I'm the Lakers at this point, the last thing I want around this team is Magic Johnson. This man has hurt them so much recently. So much. And oh yeah, by the way, I question if the reason Anthony Davis didn't sign an extension right away is because he's still concerned about management and then the function there because of Magic Johnson. So if I'm the Lakers, I eliminate Magic Johnson from all team activities and management activities as much as humanly possible. And why he even got a meeting with Kawhi Leonard when he wasn't in his position at that time, I, I, I still don't get And if I'm the Lakers, I wouldn't have done it. Now, according to ESPN, the league has launched an investigation into tampering. 
excuse me let me just get it settled in for this one i'm sorry you know when you like you tell your kid you know for the first time that you know santa claus isn't real they come to you hey is santa claus real and you have to say no and it's like it's like this big surprise but you kind of wonder how it is um (laughs) yeah hello mba Yes, tampering happens. It happens every single year, and they knew this. So to me, it reeks of two things. It reeks of one, this is the league just trying to gain control back. The league realizes, oh my goodness, the players have more power and more leverage than they ever have had. This past offseason shows that, and they're trying to gain control back. A. B. Small market teams trying to make the league fair. And in case your parents didn't teach you or somebody in your life didn't teach me, allow me to tell you, hey, guess what? Life isn't fair. Like one of the main owners that reportedly spoke up is the Bucks owner. Like I get you want to try and keep Giannis, but the reality is you might not because you're in Wisconsin. And I, and I was born in Wisconsin. I love myself some cheese. I do. But you might not be able to keep Giannis. It's reality because of your market. And now, the part where I literally laughed out loud while reading this article from ESPN was the league talked about, and still could, potentially, quote, do the following. Seizing servers and cell phones. What do you think you're going to find? You can't stop this. Even if you stop the teams from doing it, then you're just, you can't stop Anthony Davis and LeBron from having dinner. That happened. What are you going to do? Stop Draymond Green from texting Kevin Durant while he was still on another team? That happened. You can't stop it. I would be stunned if anything happens from this. And the fact that it even is happening, quite frankly, I find embarrassing for the league. Now, before I get to a potential Mayweather-Pacquiao rematch, let me get to this. And that is a Celtics team executive believes Tatum and Brown are their Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, damn, I knew, I know weed is legal out there in parts of the Northeast, but uh, holy camoly, I, I want to know how much their management is smoking. Are you kidding me? What kind of green juice are you drinking out there, Celtics executive who believes this? And it's a lot of Celtics fans who believe this. I know. I know. I hear it all the time. I was interning out there last year. I hear it. Oh, my goodness. Fans are so high on these, too. And I think Tatum will get there. He's 21. He's been impressive. I have no reason to knock against him, really, other than he's going to need longer than people think he'll need. But with Jalen Brown, folks, the, the dude still struggles shooting the ball. Like, breaking news, he still struggles shooting the ball. It was the major concern of him coming out of college. It's still the major concern. And the Celtics' delusion about what these guys are, and more importantly aren't, is going to hurt them long-term. And it's why they will be a middling NBA team for years to come. And then you also see another report out there that, oh, uh, you know, a team inquired about Gordon Hayward and they weren't even willing to consider it. Like, are you kidding me? I know Celtics fans are also convinced Gordon Hayward is going to come back and pop out of nowhere next year and be the same player that he was. But that's relatively unlikely to happen. Hope it does for the man. Hope it does. But it's relatively unlikely to happen. And I'll just say it one more time. Celtics fans, what what has Danny Inge really done? 
besides the Kevin Durant or Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce trade. Just throwing it out there. I know Celtics fans don't like it to hear it, but just throwing it out there. Now, have you heard this? Have you heard this? Pacquiao called out Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, for a rematch on Twitter. Yes, this happened. And listen, I'd like to see it. Who wouldn't? I mean, you know, I mean, even though it was probably pretty clear through three rounds who's going to win that thing last time, I enjoyed watching it. It would be huge again. Who wouldn't love to see it? But unless Floyd Money Mayweather needs money, which, by the way, I'm not doubting because we've seen publicly how he's handled some of his money in asinine ways. Unless Floyd needs money, I'm confused as to why the hell he should want to do this. Listen, Pacquiao showed great speed, great aggression, looked very good against Thurman on Saturday. He's looked good recently overall. And Floyd doesn't have to fight. He doesn't have to fight him. No contract. And if he doesn't fight him, he's going to use the fact that he beat him. Whether Pacquiao's camp says he was fully healthy or not, for the rest of his life. The dude's 50-0. He's 42 years old. And as uh, Pacquiao's trainer said, Pacquiao is a fresh 40. But regardless, the man's 42. He's 50-0. I don't see a reason for him to do this, especially with the way Pacquiao is looking, unless he really needs the big paycheck. Again, I hope it happens. I hope it does. I hope Floyd comes dancing out of retirement. And goes right back into the ring to fight Pacquiao. So I think it'd be a much better fight this time, but we'll get there if this happens. But I just don't see it. I don't. I could be wrong. Again, I hope I'm wrong. But somebody tell me, please. At NickFriend24 on Twitter. Same handle on Instagram, wherever. Why would Floyd want to do this? Besides the money. On that note, that is the podcast earlier today, Sportsnet Show, released sportsnet.com, YouTube as always. Appreciate the support over there. Um, appreciate the support on Instagram as well, nick.friend24. Um, appreciate it very much. And uh, yeah, Sportsnet Show podcast tomorrow. I'll see you then. Have a good night.